I'm going to ask you to please turn to Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6. I'm going to begin reading in verse 1. And it says, And it came to pass when men, be, men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be an hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he made, had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, it will, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and, the, and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God. And Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood, rooms shalt thou make in the ark, and shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou, sh thou shalt make of it. The length of the ark shall be three hundred cubits, and the breadth of it fifty cubits, and the height of it thirty cubits. A window shalt thou make to the ark, and a cubit shalt thou finish it above. And the door of the ark shall be set in the side thereof, with lower, second, and third stories shalt thou make it. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth, to destroy all flesh, wherein is the breath of life, from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, Thou and thy sons, and thy wife, and thy sons' wives with thee. And of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort, shalt thou bring into the ark, to keep them alive with thee, they shall be male and female, of fowls after their kind, and of cattle after their kind, of every creeping thing of the earth after his kind. Two of every sort shall come unto thee, to keep them alive. And take unto thee, and take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee, and it shall be for food for thee and for them. Thus did Noah according to all that God commanded him, so did he. And we're going to go into chapter 7 also. Chapter 7 verse 1 says, And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens, the male and his female, and of beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female. Of fowls of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth, forty days and forty nights. And every living substance that I have made will I destroy from, the face of, from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according, to, uh, according unto all that the Lord commanded him. 
And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of when the flood of waters was upon the earth. And Noah went in, and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark, because of the waters of the flood, of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean, and of fowls and of every thing that creepeth upon the earth. There went in two and two unto Noah into the ark, the male and the female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. In the six hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, the same day were the, all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. And the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. In the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem, and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah, and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons, with them into the ark. They and every beast after his kind, and all the cattle after their kind, and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind, and every fowl after his kind, every bird of every sort. And they went in unto Noah, into the ark, two and two of all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. And they that went in, went in male and female of all flesh, as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased, and bared up the ark, and it was lifted up above the earth. And the waters prevailed, and, there, and were increased greatly upon the earth. And the ark went up upon the face of the waters, and the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth. And all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beast, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, and every man. All in whose nostrils was the breath of life, of all that was in the dry land died. And of every living substance was destroyed, which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle, and the creeping things, and the fowl of the, he and the, fowl of the heaven. And they were destroyed from the earth, and Noah only remained alive. And they that were with him in the ark. And the waters prevailed upon the earth in 150 days. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, for today, be with me as I bring your word forth. And give me the words you have me to say tonight. And be with everyone here. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, tonight I'll be speaking on Noah's faith and how his, he has a great example of it. So in, in starting, the world around us today is headed into a bad direction like it was in Noah's time. We as saved believers need to get into this community and reach the people around us. So let's look at Noah and how he showed faith in the Lord. First we see in verses 1 through 12 of chapter 6 that the world was extremely wicked. In this passage we see that the world had grown in tremendous amounts since man had left the garden. And that the world had just beca has become very wicked, which sounds a lot like today's age. In verse 3, if you look at verse 3 of chapter 6... It said, The Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. Then this verse he's saying that since we are the flesh, we cannot always strive with man. But since Jesus died on the cross, he bridged that gap so that we have, can have a relationship with the Father. In verse 8 it says that Noah found grace, and I, at first I didn't know what it meant, so I looked it up and it actually means favor. So it says, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. In verse 9 it says that Noah was just, perfect, but not perfect, he was blameless, and that he walked with the Lord. Noah is a, Noah is a great example of faith and trust in the Lord. Imagine hearing the Lord tell you that you need to make a massive boat, which is called an ark, because he's going to destroy everything on the earth. 
I would be kind of scared. The Lord tells me to make a massive boat, and I'm going to get in it, and He's going to kill everything on the earth. God is going to destroy mankind, and He's telling Noah to build a massive ark that He's going to get into. That requires faith in the Lord to do that. The Lord had a plan, and Noah was going to be part of it. The Lord also has a plan for each and every person. The Lord reveals His plan for you in His own way. All you have to do is follow Him and look for where He is working around you. The Lord reveals it in His own time and in His own will, which means you should always be looking and following the Lord. Next we see that the world since Adam and Eve left the garden had just gotten worse. The world as we see in these verses was just getting worse and worse, just like the world today. The world around us, the world around us that even in their darkest the world around us needs to hear that even in their darkest times, there's a God there's the they need to hear the great news and hear that God loves them no matter what they do or will ever do. The Lord loves the sinner but hates their sin. We need to make that clear to people. The Lord, we need to show the love of God, but need to make sure that they know that the Lord does not like their sin. If you look in verses 11 and 12, it says, the earth, was, the earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted His way upon the earth. The earth was very corrupt, and the Lord had enough. The world nowadays is just getting worse and worse, like it was here. We need to get into this community and share the love of God with everyone we come into contact with. Our community around us is dying and going to hell, and we may be the only ones they may ever hear the gospel from. We have a program on Wednesday nights that shows us how we can witness to people, and the program also shows that we can reach those harder groups of people. We should never let one discouragement keep us from sharing the love of Christ to others. Next we're going to see that the Lord talks to Noah. In verses 13 through 22 of verse of chapter 6. First we see that the Lord tells Noah his plan. The Lord told Noah that he is going to destroy all flesh on the earth. And he's telling him to build an ark. Because he, the Lord tells Noah exactly how to build an ark. If you look in the verses, verses, um, look, verses 14 it starts. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shalt thou make in the ark. And shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make of it, it of. The length of the ark shall be three hundred cubits, the breadth of it fifty cubits, and the height of it thirty cubits. A window shalt thou make to the ark, and in, and in a cubit shalt thou finish it above. And the door of the ark shalt thou set in the side thereof, with lower, second, and third story shalt thou make it. That's a pretty massive ark. The Lord tells him to make a massive ark, because he's going to save him and his family and some animals. The Lord was planning on destroying mankind, but he and enough animals. He wanted to. He was saving enough animals to preserve their kind, but the world was heading into deeper and deeper darkness. Noah was faced with a difficult decision. He either had to make an ark, or go about his regular day-to-day -day life and not follow the Lord. Noah chose to follow the Lord, and the Lord protected him and his family because Noah showed faith in the Lord. Next, we see that. The Lord tells Noah when to go into the ark. Looking for chapter 7. And it says, And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark. For thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. The Lord told Noah that it was time to bring all of the animals and his family into the ark, two by two. And the Lord also tells him and his family and his sons and their wives to go into the ark also. The Lord provided safety for Noah during the flood. 
just like the Lord provides for us when we place our faith and trust in Him. And lastly, we see the application to our lives in this passage. First, we see that, the, that God provides for us. The Lord may lead us through hard times, just like Noah was faced here, but he all, he, in the end, He always provides for our needs no matter what. As we've seen, I like to use Mary a lot as an example. She is, the Lord provided for her. We didn't know what was going to happen to her, and she's a great example of what the Lord can do. The Lord showed Noah that He can provide for him no matter what, just like He has showed that He can provide for us. And next we see that the Lord, can, the Lord does test us, as we see here. The Lord tested Noah in this passage. He told, he told him to do something that was kind of crazy at the time. And if I was in Noah's position, I would actually be terrified because God's going to kill literally everything on the earth, but He's chosen me to save. And I need to build this ark, but I don't know when the Lord's going to tell me, uh, when the Lord's going to tell me it's done. The Lord leads us through tough times, but they are used to test our faith in Him and to strengthen our faith in Him. The Lord is glorified when we place our faith in Him during those tough times. As Noah was here, after, after the flood waters receded, I didn't go into that in this, but after the flood waters receded, the God placed a rainbow in the sky and that showed that the Lord will never, the Lord will always provide for us and that He'll never flood the earth again. The Lord shows that He's provided for us. Like He's shown it time and time again through Scripture. I like I like using all the uh, people in the Bible as examples because Noah's a great example of faith, along with Abraham, Paul, Peter, many other people in the Bible that I like to look at their stories, and I, they're incredible examples of faith. We should have the faith like Noah did in this passage. The Lord told him to do. The Lord just told him one day to build a massive boat, told him exactly how to build it. But he told him why, and it, see, could have, it, he could have said no. But he chose to follow the Lord, and the Lord provided for him. In conclusion, Noah had tremendous faith in the Lord, and the Lord provided and protected him. We are called to follow the Lord, even if it leads us through trials and tribulation. So I'm going to leave you with one question tonight. Will you have faith like Noah?